Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of ankle sprain found under the orthopedic section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 23-year-old man presents to the emergency department for ankle pain. He says that prior to symptom development, he was at soccer practice running exercise drills. He then rolled his ankle and subsequently developed severe pain. He says he was able to walk off the field with assistance, but walking exacerbated his pain. On physical exam, the ankle appears swollen. There is anterior displacement of the talus from the tibia. He has an antalgic gait and requires rest after walking 15 steps. He is advised to rest, ice, compress, and elevate the ankle for the next two to three days. Let's continue with an introduction to ankle sprain. Clinically, this is defined as an ankle ligament injury, which may include stretching and partial or complete rupture. In terms of the epidemiology, remember that this is a common injury seen by primary care physicians. With regards to the pathoanatomy, remember that the ligaments of the ankle provide mechanical stability, proprioceptive information, and joint motion. A lateral ankle sprain involves inversion of a plantar flexed foot which injures the ankle's lateral ligament complex. In the case of a medial ankle sprain, a forced ankle eversion injures the ankle's medial deltoid ligament complex. And in the case of a syndesmotic sprain, the syndesmotic structures become injured with forced dorsiflexion and or eversion. Remember that the syndesmotic structures include the anterior tibiofibular ligament, posterior tibiofibular ligament, transverse tibiofibular ligament, and the interosseous membrane. Moving on to the presentation. Symptoms include pain, swelling, and muscle spasms. On exam, there may be tenderness to palpation. One may perform an anterior drawer test. This assesses for the anterior displacement of the talus on the tibia, and it suggests an injury to the anterior talofibular lateral ligament. One can also perform a Taylor tilt test. This assesses the integrity of the calcaneofibular ligament. In terms of further imaging, radiography is indicated depending on the Ottawa ankle rules. This includes patients with malleolar zone pain and bone tenderness at the lateral or medial malleolus. It also includes patients who are unable to bear weight either immediately after the injury or after taking a few steps in the emergency department. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about a fracture with differentiating factors including the appearance of a fracture on imaging and patients who are unable to bear weight on the foot. And when making the diagnosis, remember that this is a clinical diagnosis that can be supported by the injury. In terms of treatment, conservative options include RICE therapy. This stands for rest, ice, compression, and elevation. This is indicated as the initial treatment for an ankle sprain. Another option is physical therapy. This is indicated following RICE therapy. Operative options include ligament repair. This is considered in certain clinical conditions, such as in a severe sprain of the distal talofibular ligament that widens the ankle mortis. Complications related to an ankle sprain include prolonged pain, ankle stiffness and instability, and recurrent ankle sprains. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that this usually has an excellent prognosis.
Now that we've discussed the major points relating to ankle sprain, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 17-year-old rugby player limped into the emergency room and says that he rolled his ankle while running during a game. You conclude that the mechanism involved ankle plantar flexion and inversion. There is no medial or lateral malleolus point tenderness. Anterior drawer test of the ankle is positive. Taylor tilt test is negative. What is the most likely injury? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Anterior talofibular ligament sprain. Choice 2. Calcaneofibular ligament sprain. Choice 3. Deltoid ligament sprain. Choice 4. Tibia fracture. Or choice 5. Fibula fracture. The best answer to this question is Choice 1. Anterior talofibular ligament sprain. Most ankle sprains are caused by inversion with some degree of plantar flexion, resulting in injuries to the lateral ligaments. Remember that the ATFL sprain is much more common than a CFL sprain. Clinical maneuvers can help identify which ligaments are injured. The anterior drawer test in which the examiner pushes the tibia posteriorly to observe the amount of posterior translation at the lateral aspect of the ankle assesses the integrity of the ATFL. The Taylor tilt test in which the examiner inverts the foot while palpating the talus to determine if tilting occurs assesses the laxity of the CFL. The publication by Tiemstra discusses treatment for sprained ankles, stating that it should include rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Early mobilization speeds healing and reduces pain more effectively than prolonged rest. Pharmaceutical pain control can include NSAIDs, acetaminophen, and mild opioids. Prevention of future strains can include emphasis of ankle support and focused neuromuscular training. The publication by Bachman et al. reviews the accuracy of the Ottawa ankle rules to exclude fracture and radiographic necessity of the ankle. The ankle assessment includes the ability to walk four steps immediately after the injury or at the emergency room and localized tenderness of the posterior edge of the medial and lateral malleolus. The midfoot assessment includes ability to walk four steps and tenderness at the navicular or base of the fifth metatarsal. They conclude that the Ottawa rule is an accurate instrument for excluding fractures, and it has a sensitivity of almost 100%. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. Calcaneofibular ligament sprain occurs with ankle dorsiflexion and inversion. Choice 3. Deltoid ligament sprain is rare because this ligament is stronger. Choices 4 and 5. According to Ottawa ankle rules, there is a low likelihood of fracture. That's all for this review about ankle sprain. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word 
and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.